This is a Demon FM podcast. Dive, the official Demon FM news podcast. My name is Catherine and I'll be your host today. Due to recent events, we've decided to produce a series of specialist podcasts in relation to the general election. Each week, we'll focus on one particular political party and bring on a special guest to talk with about the issues the United Kingdom is currently facing. In today's episode, we'll be focusing on the Conservative Party. Fun fact about the party is that it was established in the early 19th century and was a derivative from the Tory party at the time, which is obviously why people label them as Tories. The Conservatives have been big players in parliamentary politics for a long time. They are a centre-right leading party and have been the governing party since the 2010 election. Their current leader is Boris Johnson, previously Mayor of London. He recently replaced Theresa May this year. Now we will move on to discuss their current policies advertised on the official Conservative website as their manifesto has not been released yet by the time of this recording. The next election is due to happen on December 12th, 2019. The website states that the Conservatives have been working on the NHS for 44 years out of the 71 years that it's been running. The website suggests that the lack of attention on the NHS recently has been because of the Brexit proceedings, and that is why it needs to be done quickly. The Conservatives stating that they are the only party who can deliver this. One of Boris Johnson's slogans during his campaign for Prime Minister is Get Brexit Done. Boris Johnson has claimed that all of the Conservatives have agreed to a deal he has negotiated with European Union. And if he is elected on December 12th, then the deal will be done by next year. Now we'll go through some of the promises the Conservatives are making to the general public. One of the first pages on their website is about the NHS. They've promised to boost funding for the NHS at 33.9 billion by 2023 to 2024. They've promised to upgrade 20 hospitals and are building 40 new ones. Another thing they're concentrating on with the NHS is medical schools. Currently, hospitals are understaffed. Less doctors and nurses are being qualified than they were originally. Some people believe this is due to the stripping away of the nursing bursary. Others believe it's simply a lack of interest. To battle this, Boris Johnson has promised to open five new medical schools and increase the pay of NHS staff. This will act as an incentive for more people to join the ranks. The next part of the Conservative website concentrates on schools. The website states that every child should have the chance to succeed in life, no matter their background. The Conservatives are promising to increase funding by £14 billion. Institutions that have been historically underfunded will get the greatest increase. They've also stated that each secondary school pupil will receive a minimum of £5,000 next year and each primary school pupil will receive £4,000 by 2021-22, meaning that every child has the resources they need for a good education. There is also a funding boost of £400 in education for 16-19 to year olds, including further education and sixth form colleges to give our young people the skills they need for well-paid jobs in the modern economy. Another focus for the Conservatives in terms of students 
is improved discipline and standards in the classroom. They claim that throughout their government, they have seen literacy rise uh, on a national level and we've gone up in the ranks internationally. Another thing the Conservatives mention is supporting teachers. In the biggest reform to teach pay in a generation, they claim, salaries for new teachers will be increased to £30,000 by 2022-23. And they claim they're funding increased contributions into the teachers' pension scheme so that school leaders can focus as much of their resources as possible on the front line. Another big focus for the Conservative Party is the economy. They aim to keep the economy strong by creating more high-paying jobs, fund spending on shared priorities such as NHS, school and police, and get Britain back on the road to a brighter future. By funding these shared priorities, they will obviously increase the quality of life people have. And that in turn will mean they will probably spend more, they will live longer, and, you know, they'll be happier. So they'll probably work more as well. As the Conservative Party is strongly for the economy, they've broken down a few points of what they're promising to do. The Conservatives are promising to back businesses with lower taxes. This allows for a better infrastructure and strike new post-Brexit free trade deals. Furthermore, they say they're going to keep taxes low so people can keep more money. Finally, the Conservatives are concentrating on giving us safer streets. Due to an increase in serious violence, the Prime Minister feels it is important that people should feel safe as any normal child should. With this in mind, the Conservatives are promising to put 20,000 more officers on the streets. A national recruitment campaign has already begun and will be backed by £750 million next year. They pledge to give officers the power they need in order to make arrests and extend stop and search. They further pledge that they'll be protecting the public by increasing prison spaces and extra funding and creating extra funding for more modern and efficient prisons to help with the reform of criminals and keep the public safe. Now, we'll talk about the clash, the big clash, between Jeremy Corbyn and Boris Johnson. This clash was broadcast on ITV. Um, It was the first general election debate. It was broadcast on the 19th of November 2019, which was yesterday at the time of recording this podcast. One of the many things uh, repeated by Boris Johnson during the debate was how he said that voters' options were getting Brexit done or dither and delay with another referendum on the EU because Jeremy Corbyn could not tell us what side he would vote on. He quizzed Jeremy Corbyn multiple times throughout the night on what side he'd vote on, with Corbyn generally giving the same answer. He replied to Mr Corbyn, saying that he's asking for a mandate to govern, while Mr Corbyn himself is asking for a mandate to have a new negotiation. Mr Johnson has maintained that the UK will leave the EU on January 31st if he's elected Prime Minister. However, Corbyn did reply, stating that the idea that the Prime Minister's deal can be dealt with and finished by the end of January is nonsense. In response to Mr Johnson's questions about whether he's going to, well, Mr Corbyn is going to campaign for leave or remain, Mr Corbyn replied that he wants to bring people together, therefore there'll be a referendum in which that decision will be made by the British people and our government will abide by that decision. Another point they discussed was the union. Mr Johnson spoke about his deal when in conversation with Mr Corbyn about the union. Mr Johnson stated that they have a deal that keeps the whole of the UK together, whereas if Mr Corbyn was elected... It would have to be in Corbyn-Sturgeon coalition and that price would be a second referendum on the union with Scotland for independence. 
Mr Corbyn has stated several times he'd never do that. A third point they clashed on was the NHS. As I previously discussed, Mr Johnson, Prime Minister, has pledged that by 2023-24, £33.9 billion will go to the NHS. Well, the funding will go up by £33.9 billion. Mr Corbyn accused the Prime Minister of conducting secret meetings with the US about the NHS and a future trade deal. He then brought out some letters, some transcriptions that he had. However, Mr Johnson replied, saying that it is an absolute invention. It is completely untrue, and there are no circumstances whatever in which this government or any Conservative government will put the NHS on the table in any trade negotiation. And finally, they talked about Prince Andrew. Mr Corbyn's response to being asked if the monarchy was fit for purpose was that it needs a bit of improvement. Whereas Mr Johnson said the institution of the monarchy is beyond reproach. And finally, the debate ended with some Christmas spirit. I'm sure a lot of viewers were confused with some of the questions that were asked in terms of who would you spend, uh, who would you be on like a desert island with? Who would you go to the jungle with? And who, uh, what would you put under, um, for example, the Christmas tree? of your opposing party. Now, when quizzed about this, Mr Johnson and Mr Corbyn both had different responses. Mr Corbyn decided to state that he would leave A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens in a sort of underhand dig at Boris Johnson. Mr Johnson responded saying that he would probably leave a copy of his brilliant Brexit deal. Now, Mr Johnson seemed extremely confident in this Brexit deal, and I'm sure many Conservatives are. So, talk about this deal. And other things, we have an extremely proud Conservative, Rhys Ladwar, with us. Hello, Rhys. Thank you for joining us. I, I'm Rhys, and, and you're correct. I am a proud Conservative member. Uh, there is a general election coming, and we need to prepare. Right. Well, how have you been preparing, Rhys? Well, well, we've been out canvassing uh, recently over the last few weeks. We've been all around the Midlands, because uh, uh, I'm chair of the De Montfort University Conservatives. We've been out in Peterborough. We've been out in Harborough. We've also been out in, in Leicester City. Um, uh, because of the news that Keith Vaz is stepping down in Leicester East. So a, a lot of Conservatives have seen that as an opportunity to um, work hard in that seat and uh, make some gains. Have you had any um, great experiences recently speaking to members of the public about the Conservative Party? I, I think I've had very positive responses from people when I've been knocking on doors, when I've been speaking to them on the street. Uh, a lot of people are actually swaying towards the Conservative Party more because we have promised to deliver Brexit under the new, uh, under the new fantastic Brexit deal that Boris Johnson has brought back. Yes, um, so on the night of the 19th of November 2019, there was actually a debate. What did you feel, uh, how do you feel Boris did on the debate? I, I thought he did very well. He put his a point across um, and... He was very clear and concise, whereas uh, the other side, uh, Mr Corbyn, he he wasn't very clear on his Brexit policy, especially. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking about Brexit, obviously, currently it's a major issue. Do you feel the measures they are proposing, the Conservative Party, are good enough to deal with this? I believe so. Boris has come back with a new Brexit deal, uh, which is a, a revised plan, a completely revised to Theresa May because it's got rid of the Irish backstop. We're not down to the full jurisdiction of the ECJ. Uh, and I, I think it is a compromise, don't get me wrong. It's not perfect. Uh, I think a lot of Conservative MPs would also agree uh, and supporters, but it's progress and I, I, I'd personally support it if I was a MP. OK, well, that's brilliant to hear. Um, speaking of Boris Johnson, what do you think of the change in leadership from Theresa May to Boris Johnson? Uh, I think it was a very positive change. Um, uh, there was no consensus with Theresa May's deal. And I, I, I think 
I, I don't agree with the few terms that politicians were using, saying she was a dead woman walking. However, her, her days were numbered after she her, her Brexit deal was defeated three times in the Commons. There was huge anger against it uh, because it did not deliver Brexit and it did not deliver the Brexit that people wanted. So, um, again, in terms of Boris Johnson, what are your feelings on him personally as a leader and the cabinet he chose? Uh, f- firstly, talking about Boris Johnson, I think he's fantastic. He's... He's a very charismatic person. Um, he really likes to engage with the public. Um, there's not much really I can say about him which is negative. And I'm t- talking to talking about his cabinet. I think he's elect. Uh, I think he's chosen a cabinet which it's one of the. I think it's one of the strongest cabinets in a, in a while actually for for the Conservatives. We've got Priti Patel's Home Secretary. We've got Dominic Raba's Foreign Secretary. Very very intelligent and capable people. Well, obviously Boris has made a lot of promises uh, currently during his sort of uh, election campaign so far. What do you feel um, or how do you feel about what the Conservatives are planning to do with the NHS? Do you feel it's enough? Do you think there should be more done? First, yeah, Boris has announced uh, the biggest biggest investment into the NHS, single time investment ever into the NHS. And I completely, I think it is needed. And and you ask whether it's enough, but... What we also need to look at is how much we can afford to spend on the public sector. Um, I agree the last nine years or so since we have come to government, we have had to make a few difficult decisions because the economy that was left in 2010 was absolutely destroyed under the Labour Party. And we had to make a few difficult decisions, but the economy has just kept growing. So this is where the money has come from because the economy has grown. We can afford to spend more on vital services like the NHS. I know one of the big campaign things for Boris Johnson is the fact that he wants to get Brexit done so he can concentrate on things, sort of the public services, etc. How do you feel about sort of the opposition sort of promises about how they're going to have national Wi-Fi, etc.? They're going to nationalise some of the services. How do you feel about that? Firstly, I'm I'm totally against nationalisation because all it does is squeeze businesses. It gets rid of businesses, gets rid of competition. And firstly, secondly, it would we can't afford it we simply cannot afford it because the economy is in no such state to spend that much money um, we will just end up in another recession again and talking about the opposition's brexit policy what is the labor party's policy on brexit they're proposing to renegotiate a deal uh let the people vote on the deal but they'll be campaigning against their deal so um it's a shambles at the minute it's a shambles so I know you are extremely involved in politics. Um, do you have any specific memories about being involved in the party that maybe you'd want to share to maybe encourage some of the youngsters out there to get involved? Yes, earlier this year I stood in the local elections in Leicester for the Conservative Party. I was, I was 20 years old and I personally think it's, it was a great opportunity for myself uh, because it definitely made me more confident as a person in terms of canvassing because I think starting at a local level is great because it builds up your experience and for, for those who do want to eventually stand as a parliamentary candidate I think starting at the local level is is a good stepping stone. Brilliant so a little thing about uh, the Conservatives obviously right now in terms of polls they're doing quite well in the polls but there has been some negative press around some of the things that they have been saying some people have been accusing some legal professionals have been accusing the conservative party of making sort of fake promises in terms of changing the justice system do you feel like the conservatives are doing and promising enough changes and reforms 
firstly, I think a lot of what the press say is not to be believed. And if you want to know anything about Conservative Party policy, it is to, to read about it, in fact, uh, rather than believe the press all the time. Um, they're talking about the justice system anyway. Um, th- there's many things. It's not just the justice system which we can talk about, which the press are scrutinising at the minute. So it is quite a broad matter. Mm, definitely. Um, some more negative press that came out about the Conservatives was that it was labelled as a party of billionaires by the Independent due to an alleged one third of the UK's richest people donating to them. What is your opinion on this? The, the Billionaires Party? I, 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 I don't agree with that at all. You can't call everyone a billionaire who votes for the Conservative Party because there is simply, there's simply not, however many people voted, millions of people voted for the Conservative Party last year and you in the last election, uh, I apologise. And you cannot say that they're all billionaires because that's not a third of the uh, British population. Okay, brilliant. Well, another thing about Boris Johnson, he's come under great scrutiny lately in terms of a leader. Obviously, you've said before that you really do believe in him as a leader. After his part in the Leave campaign, and I say this sort of, you know, touchingly, failures in Parliament, as it's been labelled, do you think he is fit to lead? Firstly, failures is absolutely nonsense. Uh, Whoever's... Whoever describes him as a failure is, is, is talking utter nonsense, I'm afraid. Um, but yeah, I, I think he, he has done very well. He said, he said what he wants to do uh, and he's delivered that at this stage. He's not been Prime Minister for very long, so I think people do need to give him the opportunity. And that's why they should also vote Conservative on December the 12th, because we're the only party that can deliver Brexit and, a strong, uh, and strong public services. Obviously, as you're talking about Brexit, what is your opinion on the Brexit party? I know that they've had some MPs stand down for Conservatives, that they'll get the seats. Um, how do you feel about that? I personally think uh, if you vote for the Brexit party, you're voting for Remain, because what you're doing is splitting the Conservative vote. And what will happen then is the Liberal Democrat vote will come through the middle, or the Labour vote, and they have no intentions of leaving the European Union. So voting for the Brexit party will actually not get you Brexit. Well, thank you for that. So one of the final questions I have for you is, if someone is unsure on who to vote for, why should they choose the Conservatives? Well, that, that, that is a massive question. I could go on for hours, but the Conservatives are the party of employment. There are 3.6 more million people in work since 2010. We are creating work. We are creating more professional work. And we, we have kept the economy strong through, through a topsy-turvy time, actually, over the last three years, especially because of Brexit. The economy has continued to grow. More jobs, less people in absolute poverty, more money for the NHS, more money for public services. So I don't see why people wouldn't vote Conservative at the end of the day. Well, thank you for that. Sort of talking about public services, how do you feel that Boris is obviously promising to put 20,000 more officers on the streets? See, I know that they've got a national recruitment campaign going on and apparently it's going to be backed by 750 million. How do you feel about that? Oh, I personally believe we do need more police officers in the street because, t- to be fair, c- crime, ha- crime has increased. Certain types of crime have increased and Boris is actually looking at it and he's thinking we're not just going to throw money at it we're going to look we're going to invest in this and we're going to put put the police officers in the right places where we need them Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you very much. Sort of one final question. In terms of the economy, because we haven't really touched on the economy, a lot of people are saying that it hasn't got better. How do you feel? Do you feel like under the nine years of Conservative government that the economy has actually got better? Oh, absolutely. The economy has continued to grow year on year since 2010. Some years more than expected, some years less than expected. But the bottom line is it has continued to grow because employment has gone up. Businesses are making more money. There's more small businesses, more small to medium sized 
those businesses. So the economy has continued to grow. So whoever says it hasn't is, uh, I don't know what they've been reading, in fact, uh, should I say politely. So that was going to be my final question. I'm going to add uh, an extra one here. During the debate last night, Jeremy Corbyn brought up some papers saying that there had been talks privately about uh, privatising the NHS. What are your feelings on that? Uh, As Boris Johnson has said many times, that is absolute nonsense. Uh, And I don't think... Corbyn is actually telling the full truth here. All he's doing is wanting to get into power. He, he doesn't really care about the people. He doesn't care about the country at all. All he cares about is himself and his image of the Labour Party, if I'm honest with you. Okay, brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing this interview. Thank you. Uh, it's been really interesting talking to you. Obviously, I hope the listeners out there have enjoyed it as well. Um, do you want to potentially plug yourself? Like, you know, say your Twitter or something if they want to actually talk to you or there's anyone out there that actually is interested in, you know, becoming part of the Conservative Party and, you know, canvassing and potentially with you as well? Yes. Uh, if you'd like to uh, follow me on Twitter, my Twitter is at Reese 739 spelt R-E-E-C-E-739. Thank okay. you. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, that was brilliant. I have a special guest with me now to talk about this further. I'm here with Martha Evans. Hello, Hello, Martha. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Just explain sort of, you know, who you are. Who is Martha? (laughs) I'm Demon FM's Deputy Head of News and I also run the In Focus show, so I know lots about politics. Oh, she does. She does know a lot about politics. (laughs) Um, Okay, Martha, so I thought, as you know, you know a lot about politics. You also uh, study politics and journalism, am I right? Yeah, I do. I'm glad I remembered that. So what are your feelings on the Conservative Party? The Conservative Party is definitely a confusing one. (laughs) It's more confusing than like if I was going to talk about Labour, because I can see the flaws in the Conservative Party, but also they often come out with results, which is annoying Mm -hmm. compared to other parties. So we've been in a recession for like 10 years and they've actually taken us out of it, which is annoying. Yeah. So obviously a huge part of Boris Johnson's campaign is get Brexit done. What do you feel about this part of the campaign? Brexit is interesting. It's all interesting because I don't think it's ever going to happen, which is controversial. And I think I think if you were going to vote for a party on Brexit, you would pick the Conservatives. I just don't know if they can come to a conclusion as a party. And if Boris, while he might have like the public charm, might not have the charm within Parliament to actually get Brexit done. He definitely does have the charisma. I asked Reese earlier on about what he thought of sort of the changing leadership since Theresa May. Would you have preferred Theresa May to stay on or do you think Boris is the better option for the Conservatives? I think if the Conservatives want Brexit done, Boris is better. But I don't know as sort of moderate he is because a lot of the time to be a good leader you have to be quite moderate. And I think he's quite, not extreme, but he's quite headstrong in Brexit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's going to focus on the other issues outside of Brexit. Well, on the website, so basically, yes, as we talked with Reese earlier, they are putting the biggest amount of funding ever into the NHS by 2023-24 of £33.9 billion. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings on this? Do you think that's enough? I definitely think it's a good start. I think the NHS currently needs money, but it also needs people. And I know what they're promising is also new medical schools, new hospitals, an increase in doctors and a bigger pay rise for lots of NHS staff. I just don't know at this point if it's enough. On the point of the NHS, I did talk to Reese a little bit earlier about this singular point. Obviously, last night, um, as we're recording this, on the 19th of November 2019, there was 
the obviously debate between Jeremy Corbyn and Boris Johnson. In the debate, Jeremy Corbyn um, brought up what we like to call some tea, some receipts, <laughs> and uh, brought up some conversations between apparently Boris Johnson and I think it was Donald Trump in a meeting about the potential privatisation of the NHS. What are your opinions on this? Oh, that's a difficult one. I, I don't think as... British people, you can ever privatise the NHS. I think if you were going to put it on a list of things we're proud of, it's at the top. But then, how much does Boris Johnson want to please America? They yeah. could be our biggest allies after Brexit, so who actually knows? I mean, obviously, Boris's response was that it was basically utter nonsense. I think <laughs> that's what he called it. So if, for example... I'm not saying a certain political party came to power, but what would be the best option for you, do you think? What do you think would be the best option for the country? Do you think we should go straight for Brexit? Do you think we should have, for example, like Jeremy Corbyn said, negotiate a deal, bring it to the people and then have like another sort of referendum? What What do you feel would be the best sort of outcome of this general election? I think, I think that's an interesting point about Brexit is that by the time we probably eventually get to a Brexit deal, it'll be four years since it happened. Maybe bringing it back to the people is the best thing so that we can see, have people change their minds after the mess we've been in? I don't, I don't know. It's so hard to tell what will be best after this general election, because honestly, all the parties are going to say so many things. And also, I don't know how much they can actually get done anymore. Mm -hmm. In terms of the Conservatives are promising to do in terms of like, I, I spoke to Reese earlier about sort of the judicial system and a lot of people are scrutinising what they've done with it and they're not really happy with some of the plans they're making, a lot of them saying they're fabrications. Obviously, that's just an allegation and not the views of the organisation. But one thing I want to ask you is what do you feel about the, the promise that they'll put 20,000 more officers on the streets? Obviously, they've already said on their website that a national recruitment campaign has already begun and will be backed by 750 million next year. What do you feel about this? Because obviously, we've had a recent In Focus show about out sort of knife crime in Leicester sort of across that it is it's getting quite high do you feel like this will help tackle knife crime and other crimes like that uh, I think it's definitely a way to help to step it forward but however I also think a lot of money needs to be put into the social cares of side of thing a lot of the people who come into knife crime come from like these poorer backgrounds so yeah putting more officers on the street will make people feel safer but will it actually sort the problem out probably not one part of the website states that they want you know put more funding into prisons so they'll increase prison spaces and create more and more efficient prisons to help better reform criminals and keep the public safe how do you feel about this yeah another it's another weird point because they never unlike in the nhs they don't actually make a promise on how many prisons they want to make and they promise ten thousand prison spaces i don't know where are these prison spaces? Because prisons are already overrun. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really... That was definitely, if when I looked over the website, the one that I thought was like the least convincing because where are these prison spaces? Well, thank you very much, Martha. I appreciate you being on the uh, podcast. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> Thank you for listening for this week's episode of Deep Dive, which is our conservative special. Next week, we'll be talking to Labour about their policies. Don't forget to check out our Spotify to listen to even more Demon FM podcast content.